Hello? Oh, hey, Teresa. This is Biz. Biz, what are you doing? I'm here in the studio. Where are you? Oh, that's weird, because I'm calling from inside my mom's closet from my family vacation in Alabama this week. (laughs) That's right. We're not doing a regular show this week. No, this week we are super excited to play our June 10th recording of our very first live show from Max FunCon. That was so much fun. I hope our listeners enjoy it. I do, too. Hey, and Teresa, you're doing a great job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thanks. Bye. Please welcome to the stage Biz Ellis and Teresa Thorne, One Bad Mother. This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a toddler son and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, slumber parties. Plus, Biz is unsettled by the quiet, Teresa is traveling with her kids, and we're joined by singer-songwriter, podcaster, and third sexiest man of Seattle 2006, John Roderick. Kind of excited. I'm so weird, guys. Usually I'm in a booth and I get to look directly at Teresa. Yeah. It's a very tiny booth that we have endearingly referred to as the period hut. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody else who has to record in that booth. Um, and I can't believe that some of our one bad mother crafters have not quilted us some sort of period hut banner to yeah, really? put. I know. Pull Come it on, together. Guys. Seriously. Um, But uh, we are very excited to be here, and uh, I want to start off by saying uh, to all of you guys that later in the show, we are going to be taking some live genius and fails, as well as a rant or two. Uh, And so we want you guys to... Should we see what those are? Oh, For those of you who don't know, so a genius would be... A genius moment. You did something awesome. In you parenting. Solved a problem <laughs> for yourself and it felt great. That's right, because in parenting, it turns out no one gives a shit when you do that. Uh, so we we really feel that like the dumbest, smallest thing, like from getting your kid to sleep to uh, remembering to put on pants that are clean when you go outside of the house, really deserves a trophy. Yeah. Maybe 16 trophies. And uh, for the fails, uh, this is where. I feel like that's kind that's of That's kind obvious, of self evident. Right? Yeah. Uh, 90% of parenting is failing. But I have discovered through my own life that even without kids, I can fail miserably all the time. Uh, So we share those as well. And then at the end, we usually have uh, on our show a mom have a breakdown, a full-blown breakdown, which is very needed. Turns out, I think early on people were like, who's going to call into your hotline to leave these? Uh, I get about 100 100 a month of people calling and just like ranting into the void. And as always, I want everybody to know that I listen to every single one. (laughs) Uh, So everybody has been heard (laughs) ranting into the night. Yeah, so if there's anything you guys any of you want to just have a public breakdown about today, um, this will be your venue. We'll be taking a couple of volunteers at the end of the show. We are here for you, but let's get into it. So, Teresa, how are you? Oh, um, yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) Um, Are you enjoying your trip? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, I love Max FunCon. I look forward to it every year. 
ever since I had kids, I brought my kids. And I've actually always really enjoyed bringing my kids. This year, there's something going on a little (laughs) different than usual, which is that uh, my two-year-old, Oscar, is sick. And he's just totally miserable like you are when you're sick. Nothing, Nothing special. And this is a classic nobody gives a shit moment, but like I just haven't really slept. Um, so he, when he's sick, he's up in the night. So he's up crying and he's not really sure what he wants, but he's crying and screaming and he's rolling around. And if he's sleeping, he's sleeping like fitfully and kicking right. me in the face. And um, so, yeah, and I didn't like <laughs> super relaxing. So great. Yeah. And and I didn't like I didn't really think I was like nervous about today about our show. Right. Um, but then last night when I was like kind of asleep with my two year old like rolling on top of my face, um, <laughs> I had a dream. Oh, a prophetic dream. <laughs> no, it was like a, it was a stress dream. <laughs> oh, a horribly crippling nightmare yeah. dream. Great. Yeah, Got I it. had I Got had it. like a like a freak out about this show dream, um, which Good. yeah. But but this is what happened in the dream. Okay, do you guys know what portable dishwashers are? Like some people have them. Like yeah. So Jesse and I have one in our house. We don't have room for like an actual dishwasher to be installed, but it's just like a regular dishwasher. But you when you're using it, you like plug a hose into your faucet in your sink, and then that's how it works. So in my dream, I was late for the show, of course, of course. and I was bringing our portable dishwasher. <laughs> that was my dream. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. Because we needed it for that's something. Right. Wait, well, yeah, we always use those portable dishwashers yeah. throughout the show. Yeah. Well, I am sorry. That, that, really, that really sucks, guys. Another, another little insight into parenting, if you don't happen to have kids, is there's very little sleep involved. Yeah. Uh, and it's like a different type of not a lot of sleep involved. It's not like, I, woo, let's rage all night. Right, like for like three days at an event. Yeah, I didn't sleep. It's more like, hey, the boiling water looks like eyeballs. Uh, (laughs) That's odd, and that's not supposed to be like that. And uh, I'm not sure I'm well. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't be near the stove right now. Maybe I, but but here I am. Cooking pasta and eyeballs. Delicious. You'll eat it. Um, (laughs) How are you, Biz? uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I uh, did not bring my kids. Good job. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, uh, but uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about quiet. Uh, if you've been listening to the show recently, you may know that I haven't been very well. Uh, I've had a few breakdowns myself uh, of just uh, summer break. My daughter is six, and I have a two-and-a-half-year-old. And surprise, they're loud. I don't know where they get it from. And they don't stop. They're very loud. A lot of screamers, a lot of, lot of facts coming at me all the time. And uh, as, as well as a lot of, uh, no, uh, you don't know. Uh, so I've been getting a lot of you don't know, and you are wrong, and you are, and uh, my own lack of sleep and just general state of the end of school year and everything else I have going on, I haven't handled it well. Not well. So I think one of the things that like, you'll hear right, a traditional like, sitcom thing parents say is like, I just want some peace and quiet in this house. Right? And so my daughter uh, went away on Wednesday. Can you tell everybody how old your kids yeah, are? Yeah, so six again. So as Katie Bell is six. Uh, and she went with her grandparents, my husband's uh, parents, uh, for like three days before. So she left two days before I left to come here. And then Stefan was going to take Ellis, our two-and-a-half-year-old, down to where 
where they live and have this wonderful weekend, which doesn't make a lot of sense given that we're leaving to go to Birmingham like two days from now. So like no one's home getting ready for that trip. Good job. Uh, good planning. Uh, and uh, anyway, so, so she leaves and she and I have been really not doing well as mother and daughter right now. Uh, and I was like, I'm going to get so much peace and quiet. And that's when I realized there are three types of quiet. Quiet one is when your children are asleep at some, somewhere in your house. Like it's either nap time or it's bedtime. Maybe you get up early in the morning and have your cup of coffee. It's like peace and quiet. But you know where your children are. They are in their room, not damaging anything. Like it's it's perfect. That is a wonderful peace and quiet. That is like the one good quiet. That's the one good I'm quiet. More, I'm thinking the other two are not going to be good. The other two aren't going to be good. Yeah. Way to predict it. Yeah. Uh, so two is... Uh, your kids are in your house, and they're not asleep, and it gets really quiet, and that's a bad thing. That's um, somebody is cutting somebody's hair, uh, or like a sibling's hair, or a pet's hair, or their own hair. Somebody's found the Sharpies, which I'm not even sure why Sharpies should be in the same house as children. So that's two. So that's something bad's happening, right? And then three is your child's not at home. And this was the first time I was experiencing this quiet, which was, no, wait, some, she's supposed to be here. She's supposed to be in my house. Emptiness quiet. Empty quiet. Uh, the least enjoyable quiet. And it's one of those things where you wrestle with as a parent, like, I'm supposed to be having fun, damn it, now that my kid's not here. And, but, I, but then you don't which is really weird. And so it was like a really, it's an unsettling quiet because you don't know where they are. Uh, and you're supposed to be cool with that. Yeah. But guess who's uh, not good at being cool? That'd be me. Nobody. I yeah. Know. So where are they? Are you okay? Are you having a good time? Are you being polite? Is everything all right? So, so I'm rested. Yeah. So I feel Yeah, good. I can see that you're rested. Yeah, yeah. I feel good. Yeah. I feel rested. Speaking yeah. of things that are quiet mm -hmm. or possibly not quiet, uh, I think that will segue nicely into today, today's discussion, which is about slumber parties. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. All right. Slumber parties. I feel like at the beginning we should just clarify, is there a difference between slumber parties and sleepovers? And I feel like there is. Yeah. Uh, sleepover to me means two, maybe three kids yeah. at your house. Yeah. A, a sleepover party, slumber party, is four or more kids in your house yeah. doing things. Yeah. Right. Okay. To, to sleep, in theory. Yes, to sleep. To just come They're over. There to sleep. Have a pizza yeah. and go right to sleep. Yeah. And be perfect. Yeah. Did you, are you a slumber, are you a slumber party goer? Do you like going to slumber parties, Teresa? It's my favorite pastime yeah, these yeah, days. Just as adults, go on to slumber parties. Do you, did you enjoy going to slumber parties as a kid? Did you go to slumber parties as a kid? Did you host slumber parties? What was your slumber party experience as a child? I loved slumber parties. I was totally into slumber parties. Yeah? I went to a lot of slumber parties. Uh... Had a great time at them. Uh, I, when I was thinking about this as our discussion for today, I, it sort of dawned on me that, like, at slumber parties, I felt like we were, um, it's supposed to do bad things. Like, we were, like, oh, like supposed to get in trouble. Like, we were supposed to break rules and okay. 
be terrible. Yeah. And I, that's like the only time of my childhood that I felt like that I should permission. be doing that. Because the rest <laughs> like, of my life, I was like a really good kid. Like going you know? through their jewelry and stuff? Like, no, no, no. Not, not like, like that. Like, <laughs> or like... <laughs> Different slumber parties. It's fine, guys. Don't worry about it. Um, like breaking into the booze cabinet or something. Because like that for sure. Okay. All right. You're right. next level now. All okay. Right. I'm All talking right. about. All right. Let me. Like, what, what age I'm, are you talking yeah, about? I'm what ta- age I'm, are you talking about? I'm talking about like, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay. You're talking like the early slumber party yeah, years. The more yeah. innocent We can also talk years. about the later. Oh, we will. Don't yeah. Worry. Okay. Because uh, I'm like trying to think like when is when do you stop having slumber parties? Like is it. Yeah. Pro- now in my forties, yeah. no one wants mm. to come over and yeah. have a slumber party at my house, uh, probably because I have kids yeah. and not a lot of space. Uh, so that now be- we're just having slumber parties every night with our families. Oh, right. how sweet! Um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about maybe what happens at slumber parties. Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. So I feel like there are a couple of layers to slumber party activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that there is the fun layer, right? Like, mm-hmm. so fun things you do at slumber parties, like uh, truth or dare, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever play truth or dare at slumber oh, parties? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Truth or dare. Was there like a thing? I feel like my memory of truth or dare at slumber parties always involved having to go pee somewhere publicly. Yeah. Like it was like, <laughs> you got to go outside and pee on the street. You got to yeah. go out of the house and pee in that bucket or you got to go and like, I don't know why. There was a lot of really boring dares. Yeah. Cause like, like for some, I think we did feel like limited by general like societal <laughs> constraints, which maybe is a good thing, but Probably. like it always ended up being like, go upstairs and say something weird to so-and-so's dad. <laughs> Like, like, you know, like, or like, go take such and such from the fridge. I'm going to dare you to run around pillow. the house in your underwear. Yeah. Ours was like ice or, in the underwear. Did you ever have that as a dare? Oh, we, we froze each other's bras. Yeah. Oh, we in never the did freezer. the freezing the bra. Yeah, you're which right. Was, that was the thing. We only did it one time and it was mean. <laughs> like, we yeah. figured out, we thought it was going to be fun and funny, but then like, we realized, like, that was horrible. Because was like, it like, okay, all right, so you're at the slumber party. Yeah. And you're like, let's freeze bras. Right. And were you like, let's let's all do it? Or does somebody want to volunteer? It or was always let's go get Cindy's bra to stick it in the freezer. <laughs> well, She's the only one of us wearing a bra yet. Like is it she... was whoever fell asleep first had oh, shit done there, to them. I forgot yeah. about that layer. Yeah, there's yeah. the whole layer of like cruelty once yeah. the person. Like there are like lots of myths. Uh, about nair on the eyebrows. I don't know if anybody ever heard the old nair on the eyebrow myth. Yeah. Like the old like, well, they're going to fall asleep and we'll put some nair. Uh, maybe no one uses nair anymore, but in the 80s, nair was very popular. It's a hair removal cream. Uh, so somebody might wake up or hand in the bucket of warm water right. to make them pee. To I'm not sure pee. why you would want... Everybody was peeing anyway. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Right? Yeah, because when you go to slumber parties, if you happen to be a kid who still was maybe having a peeing problem, I feel like that would be like... That was a whole thing. A whole thing. I was a bedwetter as a kid, and that was like the whole... That was like a whole thing that was always going on right in addition to everything that was going on <laughs> like at the summer party like, to be the very last person to go to sleep yeah fully <laughs> like i'm not gonna sleep probably i'm not gonna have anything to drink i'm right. not gonna like did you uh there's calling boys calling boys you had to like calling call. boys parents oh calling boys that parents. was a dare that was, that was a common a dare, dare what would i feel you do? like so, hey, Teresa, I, I dare you to call jesse's parents and 
you know, say fart on the phone. It's like that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right, that kind of, yeah. yeah. What are we going to do? Like, is that going to be gone? Is that gone with cell phones? Because, like, it's not like you're going to give you, if you don't have a phone in your house, that's like a thing. Lots of people don't have landlines in their house anymore. Yeah. And if so, we do not. And it, like, when the apocalypse comes, I'm really going to be mad at Stefan that we don't have a landline. But you can't even get landlines in some places anymore. Not what today's show is about. But uh, slumber parties. I'm always on this, but this is one of my arguments that I bring up with Stefan is, uh, but when our kid has a slumber party, how are they going to use the phone to call the nuns and ask about like, you know, or whatever that they need to do. Like they don't even give out. Cause like, if you got like, we would use the phone book again, goodbye phone books, right? Is anybody right. like pulling out to find the kid's name in the phone book or, right. or like the school directory, but the school directory would just be full of people's parents' cell phones. So you would just be like, you wouldn't even, you'd have to go through like a whole new layer. Yeah. Like if people called my house, my dad would answer the phone. He would hear us running to the phone, right. but he would get there right as we picked it up and he'd be like, hello. And they would say, he did this my whole life. They'd say, oh, can, can I, is Elizabeth there? Yes. And then he would hang out the phone. And I'd be like, oh, you're humiliating me. Stop it. Uh, so calling boys. Yeah. That's good. Professing your love to boys. You had to call and be yeah. like, I love you so much. Yeah. Right? Which and do you want to go out with me? Do you want to go out with me? Do you want to go with me? Do you want to go with me? All that stuff. Yeah. I believe it's the going. Yeah. So that was there anything? And then, and then I do want to talk about this a little bit because... I feel like as you got into like the seventh, eighth grade uh, birthday parties, there, some of your friends had parents who were drinkers. Like, you know, and there was always like the liquor cabinet or the weird jug of vodka under the sink uh, <laughs> next to all the cleaning fluids or uh, whatever, safe. Uh, I'm sh- sure these go together. Let's try it. And there was always like a group of people who wanted to drink. Like they going to try stuff. And I remember being like, I don't know if I should try it. I don't know. what. It was always gross because like, kids don't know anything about booze. So I was like, this is green. I bet it's good. But it tastes like apples. Uh, and it doesn't. And then some kid vomits. And then everybody's parents are called. I think, I think this reveals that I was like friends with more wusses than you were. Because <laughs> we, we definitely didn't get into that until I was like late high school. Late high school. But what I do remember is like weird food stuff that oh. we weren't allowed like we would Let's like make a make pie brownies yeah. but just eat the batter yeah yeah and like gonna take some raw like eggs spoon it and, and pour it in my mouth we were always it was food like gross yeah. food yeah that we were just like oh our parents are asleep we can like go do this and yeah. we should <laughs> and we were yeah and like watching and like tv and stuff like that oh, like, yeah. occasionally we'd like watch movies yeah. we got older it's all about horror movies but yeah. we didn't which is really a bad idea yeah. uh in general and we're gonna into some more bad ideas in a second but uh where were your parents at slumber parties so my my <laughs> parents they were around were they and like they, super cool like no, coming they, out like no. in their underwear or something be like keep it down no they no. would they would give us our space but then inevitably <laughs> it would get to be like so that it would be like midnight one o'clock they would do the the check-in like okay guys it's time to go to bed all right good night <laughs> everybody like lights out now it's really late now it's like twelve thirty. okay great <laughs> and they would leave and that would happen like again like an hour later and then like at like 3 30 my mom would come out and she'd be like purple with rage and she'd she'd have one eye closed like this like because she was like 
I don't know if she had been sleeping and had just woken up and was tired or if she hadn't fallen asleep yet, but she was doing like the ogre face, like the really mean ogre face. And she would just be like, I can't, like, it was, I can't even, I can't, I don't, I can't do it justice. It was evil. It was like possessed. And we all would just get really quiet and have really big eyes. And we would get in our beds and we would go to sleep. <laughs> that was it. Until everybody's bras got frozen. Right. Your mom's like, I'm freezing everybody's bras. <laughs> all right. What about I'm, your parents? Oh, they just went into their bedroom and we never saw them again. <laughs> uh, they were pretty smart. They were just like, oh, we don't, I, I have no memory of them being there. They clearly were. And, but uh, yeah, it was, we were just upstairs in my uh, room uh, doing horrible, weird things that we're yeah. going to talk about next yeah. that I am surprised my parents were not aware of. Okay. But I think that's a safe place to be. Okay. I think as a parent, you're like, I would just close the room. door yeah. and take all the scissors out of the house so nobody could cut their hair. Yeah. And then, That's the main yeah, one we're worried about, I leave guess. Leave out the booze that I don't want in my house. I need to get rid of. And, uh, and just go Netflix something there we in go. the other room. Okay. Uh, all right. Then there was this other thing that happens, at least at girls' slumber parties. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to find out what happens maybe at boys' slumber parties in a little bit. But uh, there's a whole occult layer to girls' slumber parties, mm-hmm. uh, that I feel, <laughs> uh, and I really I don't I don't know where this comes from, yeah. uh, and I'm so glad that I'm not like that weird occult thing. And then everybody was totally silent. Um, <laughs> so uh, so there are a couple of things. There is okay, ghost stories. You tell ghost stories at your at your slumber parties. Did you guys tell ghost stories, or was that like where too- do you think this is gonna go? You know me, right? I you did not tell I- ghost stories. <laughs> I, of course it happened. It right. was like my least favorite thing in the world because it terrified me. Oh, mama, oh, mama, don't care for I me. was like... The- chop my head off, <laughs> chop my head off for no reason. This is... Okay, here's my, here's my heart. I know, please, everybody just please. bundle in. Uh, the most memorable slumber party I ever had, and I, I, I do believe... But if we were to call Allison Dorman or Laurie Crunk, two of my, the people who were at that party, who I haven't spoken to in years, 12th birthday, parents let us go to Chuck E. Cheese, or it was at the time it was Showbiz Pizza, come home and slumber party it. And we're up in my room, and we're telling ghost stories, and the room's a little spooky to begin with for no good reason. But I'm pretty sure the house was haunted. And we're in my spooky childhood bedroom that's purple, and everybody's on my little twin bed that's on that side of the room. Okay, and I am on this side of the room by the door in a chair next to a chain pull lamp. Uh, and on either side is attic space. That's why it was haunted. And I start telling this ghost story. And I can I, clearly, it was about a mother who chopped her child's head off, guys. I don't know anything else about the story, but it was fun. Uh, and I'm singing as I get to this, and the lights are off, and I'm holding the chain. It's pitch black dark. Oh, mama, oh, mama, don't Wait, did you prep this? Like... <laughs> In advance of your friends coming over, no, like, no, no, I'm no. gonna like. No, make... no, we were just sharing ghost stories. It was you my sh- turn to share the ghost story. Okay. So I'm right. like up there Go on. doing the ghost story. I'm like, chop my head off. And as I said, chop my head off, something hit me square in the neck. And I scream. I'm like this chain pull. Ah! Right? Like I pull the chain. I'm screaming. Six girls on the bed. Ah! Right? And I'm like, ah! and they're like, ah! and like everybody like, off. We like take off. Boom, 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 boom. Down there's like, oh, oh. everybody's like freaking out. And I'm like, did you? Who did that? Who chopped me in the neck? I mean, like, what kind of question is that? But everybody's like, it wasn't, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. And I'm like, and it was a, it was an old bed. 
If somebody had gotten off that bed, you would have heard the squeaky, squeaky, squeak, right? And like climbing over. So uh, everybody to this, I mean, it was so I weak. hate this. I hate this. Do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> so we stop. So we, so we go downstairs and, you know, and we go downstairs and we're like, uh, uh, uh. and then like the rest of the party was like trying to dare each other to go back up into my room. We, and, and like, which we never did until the next day when I had to go back and sleep in it by myself uh, for the next 10 years. Um... <laughs> I, I'm fine, guys. Don't worry about it. But, like, I, I just... It, that was, like, such a memorable slumber party experience. And I think it's just, like, one part of the occult things that, like... Okay, so the other... Besides ghost stories, did you ever do Light, light as a, a Feather, feather. Stiff as a Board? Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know what Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board is, this is where you and your girlfriends uh, conjure a witch or something. So you, like... <laughs> So you lay, somebody lays on the ground uh, down, and then everybody else circles them and sticks two fingers under them, okay? And you go, <laughs> you chant. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. And you're, like, supposed to be able to raise the person up with your two fingers, right? Light as a feather, stiff. I mean, if I was walking past Katie Bell's room and I heard her, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Actually, what I'd hear her say is, that's not, you're not doing that right. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, only me, only me. I'm the only one doing it. Uh, so, and then you would, you would levitate uh, your friend. And we did that. And I'm pretty sure my, if memory serves me correct, it was successful every time. I'm sure it was. <laughs> Pretty sure, though I don't think I could get like anybody to do that with me anymore. Maybe like Max Funcon next year. We'll just have a big light as a feather, stiff as a board session. Home. Yeah, do you want to stay? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so, did you guys do that? Were you comfortable with that when that was of busted? Of course not. <laughs> oh, no, you don't I like, would like like people would try to convince me to do it, and I would like finally like through peer pressure, they would like make me do this. And then, like, always, like, part of the way through, I'd just be like, no, I can't. And I'd, like, run away and be crying, and someone would have to come comfort Somebody me. Somebody call Teresa's mom. <laughs> she doesn't want to do the occult with us. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. It's okay. Right. You've grown up to be all right. I'm okay, I think. How did you... I'm still scared of a lot of things, but... Well, then let's talk about Bloody Mary. Uh, so, the next thing that you do at slumber parties... <laughs> is, again, conjure another witch. Uh, you go into your bathroom, uh, you dare somebody or send one person, and sometimes two. I mean, it doesn't matter. You always go as a gaggle. You're always a gaggle no matter what the rules are. You go in and you close. The, I don't know why it has to be a bathroom, but it's a bathroom because it's a mirror. It's a mirror. It's Bloody Mary's a lady. She likes to be in the bathroom. Uh, there, was, there was also a guy. Was there, was there a, a guy? There was a guy. Does anybody remember? There was, was there also a, guy? a man that... Candy well, Candyman, yeah. well, Candyman. You know, that, we never did Candyman yeah. in the house, but then that movie came out, Candyman. Okay. And I was like, huh, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but bloody, maybe that was just the boys' slumber parties. We'll find out more about boys. Okay. Uh, when John speaks for all boys later. Okay. Um, the, uh, so, Bloody Mary, you go in the bathroom, and you turn off all the lights, and you stare into the mirror, or close your eyes. I guess you close your eyes, and you say three times in a row, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I don't know why. You don't have to sing it, I guess. Nobody sang uh, it. I did. You're just... Bloody Mary. Uh, you have to look kind of weird when you do it. Bloody Mary. You do it three times, uh, and then you uh, open your eyes, 
and uh, I, I, I get Bloody Marys behind you, and you scream. Uh, and then everybody runs out screaming, and then you eat pizza. So, uh, yeah, so that did you... Teresa, did you ever do Bloody Mary? Yes, and I hated it. <laughs> Good. Good job. Good job plugging through the slumber party. Yeah. Hey, am I missing? Was there anything else like weird and occultish besides like making brownies and just eating like the raw brownie mix? Like, is there anything else that I'm missing occultish that you did at? I well, oh, Ouija yeah, boards. Ouija board. right, right, right. Ouija board, yeah. We did the Ouija boards. See, that was always like sad. Like, I feel like people wanted to like talk to their grandma and stuff. What? Twelve year old? Ah, guess. That's I'm always how it was in my experience. <laughs> You're, they didn't get drunk and do like Ouija boards and be like, does Michael like me? Who's gonna take dear dead person? Can you please find out if Brian Whipple is gonna ask me to the sixth grade dance? So, uh, no. That's right. So we used to do that. Yeah, Ouija boards, but they feel like less. I don't know. I, was, I grew up in the deep south, and uh, Ouija boards were the devil's tool. And they were the devil's tool anywhere. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're the devil's there tool. There were a bunch of kids who weren't allowed yeah, to Yeah, allowed to play use, Ouija board. Yeah. Oh, we made our own ones uh, out of, like, paper and, like, stuff. And, uh, and then somebody's parents had to be called because they were very upset. They were like, she made a Ouija board, she's the devil. Plus, I was Catholic in the South, so I was the devil as well anyway. So people didn't understand what I was doing anyway. So all those elements made for a really good time. And I was talking to Stefan, because Katie Bell's six, and I started thinking, like, when is this coming? When, is, when do slumber parties happen? I could not remember for the life of me. Like, are we talking seven? Is it like eight? Is it like nine? Like, when, when are slumber parties? Like, nine seems too late. And I totally want to host a slumber party uh, for Katie Bell and, and scare the shit out of them, obviously. You're going uh, to, like, try to get them to do all this weird no, stuff, No, I'm going to be like, you? hey, you guys want to hang yeah. out? <laughs> you guys, what do you guys want to do? I'm just going to be with my red wine. Don't worry about me. You guys know what I mean? You're going you're gonna to, like, I'm just going to leave this Ouija board here. Don't like, nobody's asked it. for it. Nobody oh, knows I, what I it can't. is, but I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> You don't need instructions for the Ouija board. I ain't touching a Ouija board ever again. Uh, we'll have to do a whole special just on Ouija boards to okay. make you upset. Great. Um, uh, yeah, so I want to do it. And then I said to Stefan, uh, my husband, uh, I said, just some guy in my house, uh, I said, uh, do, do, boys have, do boys have slumber parties? Like, I don't know, it just never crossed my mind uh, because I had no brothers. I grew up, I j didn't get invited to any boys' slumber parties. <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't like 100% sure. So, uh, Stefan's like, yeah, yeah, no, we totally had slumber parties. So, that was the end of that discussion. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've just had time to imagine and assume what boys' slumber parties are. And I'm pretty sure that boys' slumber parties are one of two things. It's... <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Uh, it's guys getting together uh, with a Playboy that they found in their granddaddy's <laughs> garage uh, and looking at boobs, okay? Or it's like you get together and you go out and you try and find a dead body uh, and uh, like kind of spend this last time together before you grow in separate ways. So it's either... <laughs> it's either... It's either... <laughs> 
It's either Porky's or it's Stand By Me. That's your, those are your two experiences. But I thought what might be, might be helpful uh, would be to have our guest today join our conversation and speak for all men everywhere. So to speak for all boys everywhere, we're going to bring up our special guest, John Roderick, who many of you know uh, as the singer of The Long Winters or the podcast Roderick on the Line and Roderick's Rendezvous podcast, or perhaps you know him from yesterday when participating in his songwriting class here at Max. FunCon. So, John, please join us. Once again, I'm here to speak for all men. Hooray. Do you think I'm pretty? (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, So, slumber parties. Yeah. Do boys have slumber parties? Yes. Um, I also was a bedwetter, so I was... I was priced out of some of the early slumber parties. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. And was pretty anxious about it, right? You don't, like you, yeah. uh, as you know, you don't want to go to a slumber party and have it, have it then affect your reputation for the rest of your life. Right, which is an unfair thing to happen. Yeah, and it so, sucks. so I worked through whatever it was that was causing me to, some of my, whatever my childhood trauma that was causing me to pee mm-hmm. on myself every night. <laughs> Still working. It, it could have been Bloody Mary for all we know, right? Or the Ouija board. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, most. Uh, so we didn't really get into the occult. I mean, at a, at a certain point when uh, when we started really slumber partying, I mean, <laughs> I, the number one thing that happens at a boy slumber party is that the first people who go to sleep get dicks drawn on their face. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm, I'm there. I got it. And. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, okay. It's kind of like yeah. the it's kind of like the opening sequence of the Batman movie where each successive burglar, once he does his job, gets Get shot. shot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of last man standing right, thing. Right, right, right. Like, ha, 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 ha. And then they're. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and other than dicks, I mean, obviously, you know, there you write things on their faces. You you know, you do. But then, uh, then there is the <laughs> sticking things into oh, people's God. ears and nice. noses. You're just covering them with, you know, if you like. Oh, so like, so you wake up and like the kid's got like the the like uh, Q-tips and Q-tips stuff, or, and like you know, and they, you put a put a cap gun in his hand and point at his head, and then yeah, you yeah. find some parent's camera. Yeah. Well, this, uh, you know what? But this now yeah. makes me think like right. this is what our kids face now is that uh, everybody's like seven, eight year old kid. There's gonna be a whole Instagram feed of like seven year old kids with dicks drawn on their face. Right. Yeah. Uh, because that does seem like a good idea yeah. as a kid. Have. Yeah. To be fair, I have I have, I have uh, still tons of, of pictures, yeah. Yeah, yeah, live yeah. pictures or whatever they were, <laughs> uh, uh, paper pictures, paper yeah. pictures with uh, my friends all with the uh, stuff up their nose yeah. and uh, dick drawn on their face. Yeah, maybe that's what maybe like slumber party rules now are. I'm just going to leave this Polaroid camera here. That's right. And this is all you get no to use. Yeah. No digital Everybody cameras. Everybody has to surrender their phones. Yeah, everybody has to say. Eight-year-olds, hey, all you eight-year-old assholes, give me your phone. I'm gonna take some. I'm gonna take pictures of Stefan with dicks drawn on his face That's and right. leave it on your phone. Uh, so, but then at a, at a certain age, then uh, it's all about going out, sneaking out. Oh, sneaking oh, out. Get to the sneaking right. out. Yeah, the so sneaking out. So then you sneak out. You do something. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 as far as putting your pillows in your bed and oh, covering yeah. them, yeah, 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 really yeah. like prison break style. Yeah. 
uh, and then sneak out and do pranks in the neighborhood. Yeah. To- mm. like oh, we snuck out toilet of toilet paper in houses. What? So, Wait, what? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. I was TPing. sort of pretty well known in my town for uh. toilet paper. Did you uh, did you ever do the saran wrap between the trees? So when they ran out, they went. Oh! We didn't do saran wrap, but we definitely. Has anybody ever forked a lawn? Oh! Right, so we did nice. a lot of forking. If you don't know that, you go to a store and you buy one thousand plastic forks, <laughs> and then it's a great prank. You just stick the forks in the lawn, <laughs> and if you wake up in the morning and come out and there are one thousand plastic forks, yeah. it's a great game. It's a nice, yeah, it is good. That's good. That's true. This just makes me think that we really need to be giving kids like way more jobs to do. Like, <laughs> the yeah. amount of energy yeah. and like, I mean, that takes perseverance. Oh, Go sure. get the materials, oh, yeah. you know, really see it through. Well, and also a lot of bravery, right? Like well, yeah. there yeah. was a time uh, we were slumber partying and we went to a friend's house who couldn't come to the slumber party. We were like, we're toilet papering. We're out of toilet paper. Can we borrow toilet paper? And he was like, wait here. <laughs> Ran in, came out with a giant jumbo load of toilet paper. Was like, you guys, I wish I could join you. Like, go for it. He closed the door and we immediately started toilet paper. <laughs> his with his own toilet paper. Nice. Which is an, in, an insult uh, at, a, yeah. at a hundred levels. Yeah. Ha ha, this is fun. <laughs> Enjoy cleaning this shit up when it rains tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's the worst. I was toilet papering at a girl's house one time, and and I and uh, her parents came up the road in their car. We ran and hid under the tree. They uh, the tree in her front yard. They pulled into the driveway. Curses, curses, curses! Rah rah rah! Rhubarb, rhubarb. <laughs> they went in the house, and then she came out oh. because they were like, "You go out and clean up that toilet paper." She came out and was like, God damn that John Roderick. Like, she knew. She could see it in the technique. You have, like, personalized toilet paper. That's right, JR, just over the top. I'm under a pine tree in her front yard while she's walking around the tree cleaning toilet paper off it going, fucking John Roderick. She cleans the whole yard up, goes back in the house. Completely toilet paper in her house again. Amazing. One and now we're moments. married. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, boy, boys, uh, boys slumber parties then take on that sort oh, of... Oh, that's good. And, and when the, as the pranks escalate and start to involve BB guns. Yeah. And other kind of... And as soon as you start putting like shoe polish on your yeah. face... Yeah, 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 you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're, start to, you're, you're, you're tall enough now that if the cops see you... They're not going to think it's as funny as you think it is. Right. Uh, then it starts to get a little scary. Did you? Were you guys ever on the receiving end of the girls' uh, slumber party, like where the phone rings and you're like, you know, hello, it's for you, whatever, and like, I love you, I love you, and then they hang up or anything? Well, I'm so glad you brought this up. Oh. <laughs> I will just settle because in. Because as you were describing it earlier, I was thinking, no girl ever called me. Well, we'll just hand out your home number. Well, no, and then I was thinking, oh, I know the boys that got called. <laughs> they were the ones with the kind of wispy skater hair. <laughs> the boys that the girls liked. Mm. 
And I was one of the boys that the girls were, if they ever did call, they were, uh, no, they never called. They wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have even been in their minds. Did you guys ever, like, were, were girls ever part of the guy slumber party experience? Like, you know you like her, or was it just, like, the, was, like, any of that going on, or was it all about toilet paper? In general, this is, uh, in my experience, and now speaking for all men. Speaking for all men. Um, I think that, uh, that. Girls imagine that boys are spending a lot more time thinking about mm. them than boys are. Right. Mm. Uh, we were Fact. mostly thinking about how to how to uh, handicap one of our friends so that we could draw dicks on their face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the topic of girls never really came up. The the Playboy thing uh, was wasn't a slumber party thing, but there is a moment, a transitional moment in boys' slumber parties where it gets very fraught, mm. which is. As puberty comes online, right. there is, there's always going to be one kid at the slumber party that suggests a circle jerk. But I, 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 I almost was going to say that my assumption is guys are sitting around circle jerking to a thing or finding a dead body, but I just pulled back. Yeah, well, and then the problem is that having been at a couple of slumber parties where this topic was broached... <laughs> There's a very delicate way of presenting the idea to, yep. the, to the group. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it just walking in pantsless? No, no, it's... <laughs> this, is how I, this is how I hang out at home, guys. I hope everybody's cool. We've all been in this situation where you want to make a suggestion without making it seem like you're making the suggestion. <laughs> like, I was reading a magazine article, yeah. you guys, about a thing. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But it's, it was like, a, it was called, I don't even remember what it was called, but like, everybody took their dicks out? <laughs> I think it was in Sports Illustrated or right. Boys Life. So I don't know about the... that. I mean, that seems really dumb. <laughs> 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 and uh, so I was, never at a, I was never at a slumber party where it actually turned into a circle jerk because it was, you know, we were, I was very conservative, didn't like ghost stories, and was, did not want, maybe if, if it if it had been a if it had been a scene like in a Madonna video where there was a mirrored glass window right. that I could participate in a circle jerk, but I was like not the most creepiest circle jerk. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> all the, all the, it's, but I was not interested in in participating in a circle jerk. But there was a there was a story. I mean, a kid in seventh grade who who suggested it at a slumber party, uh -huh. and he suggested it incorrectly, and his he became widely known in the school. As Circle Jerk Dave. Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out how you suggested ink. Oh, just the sheer just, act of suggesting You weren't casual it. enough about it. You weren't it. cool yeah. enough. You didn't, like, leave the magazine laying out that doesn't exist <laughs> with this as a suggestion. Yeah. Right, you didn't. Okay. And in my, uh, in my it, re recalling of Circle Jerk Dave's uh, <laughs> saga, uh, I think that his problem was that, that uh, some other kids had already gone to sleep. Mm. And he suggested it to like the more to, in confidence, right? Somebody, and then that guy outed him. Yeah. And the result was that Dave ended up it, it followed him into high school. Oh yeah. And then he transferred to a different high school and started going by his middle name. I you know th these are I mean things, I know it was awful. It was yeah. it and he was a wonderful guy. These are like I've said to like <laughs> as early as kindergarten with Katie Bell two years ago. She like she it was like one of these days she came home and I was like oh what'd you do today? She was like I ate rocks and I was like whoa what'd you do? And listeners know the story. And they were just like, oh, this kid told me to eat rocks and I ate him. And I was like, okay, we, I really was pretty confident that we knew what we should and shouldn't eat and like life and all that stuff. Like, would you eat 
you know, boogers? No. Would you eat poop? No. Would you, do you eat rocks? No. And I was like, and literally the words were, you don't want to be known as Katie Bell, the rock eater the rest of your life. Like my brain immediately went to the sure. like, or, you know, the kid who like, oh, there's always the kid from spring break who put peanut butter on stuff. But, you know, like, yeah. uh, and it's, it, these are <laughs> legends. I like how that trailed off. Why we won't you know can put peanut butter was. anywhere, guys. <laughs> But it's usually someplace that is inappropriate. Uh, and uh, but like the Circle Jerk Dave story, yeah, that thing and those that's sort of the dark side of slumber parties. Oh, it's a, it can get weird. It can get really weird. I mean, because there's the bedwetting thing, which is like again truly unfair. And and like you go because it, it, there's so many things that go into that, and you don't want to go and be known as that kid the rest of your yeah, life. And you, then, but like the the Circle Jerk stuff. That does not surprise me at all that, like, that the kid eventually, like, it was so awful. You don't want the slumber party to follow you to school. No, right, right. Whatever stays at the, happens at the slumber party <laughs> stays at the slumber party is what it should be. But I, I also didn't notice when you guys were talking about girl slumber parties, the uh, eating gross stuff, the eating gross concoctions. Yeah, Which yeah. was a big part of, like, yeah. the boy if stuff. you put cooking oil and chocolate <laughs> syrup and a can of mushrooms <laughs> I'm and, gonna be. and a, a whole thing of pepper and then, like, half a can of chew spit into a <laughs> cup, <laughs> who's going to drink it? Yeah. <laughs> and in a way, like, there's a certain amount, I know, right? There's a certain amount of grossness where if you drink it, you're the hero. Yeah. Right. Like then that legend is a legend you want to follow right? you throughout. Like, yeah. yeah, that guy totally But, but that ate. can backfire. Because yeah, you yeah. can also be then the gross guy who That's the ate, thing. yeah. Who, There's that little yeah. bit more of yeah. grossness where you're the gimp for the rest yeah, of your right, life. Right, right, yeah. right, right. You drank a can of chew spit? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's the worst. And yeah. I know a guy that, that that follows him to this day. <laughs> he uh, it didn't happen in a slumber party, it happened in the lunchroom. But, oh. but you know everybody was. This is Alaska, right? So chew spit is a much. It's much uh, more of a negotiable currency up there <laughs> than it is down here. Like there's chew spit all around, and what are you going to do with it? Right, yeah. chew right. it, eat it. Uh, but like everybody's sitting around passing a chew spit can oh. around. And then it's like, hey, I bet you won't uh, take a sip of that. Oh, my God. That's the just guy a- that's like, I'm the bravest <laughs> did. And then from then on, it's like. Scarlet letter. Oh, uh, now let's all get together and have a circle jerk. Yeah. Um, question about all the like, like the concoctions and the toilet papering and like all the like, like getting into stuff. Like, was there something about slumber parties that brought this to life, or do you feel like this was just being a kid growing up? Like that's how you were with your friends, or was there something about slumber parties that made you feel like? Cause like I feel like there was something about slumber parties for me where my friends and I did crazy shit that we totally would not have done if it was like just two of us right, sleeping. Right, a sleepover. Over. Yeah, playing light as a feather, stiff as a yeah. board is incredibly difficult. Yeah, yeah. Right. true. That's true. That's a good but, point. But at sleepovers, uh, we would have gone. We were very big toilet papers yeah. uh, in uh, Alabama, and so yeah, I mean, two of us could have easily thought it would be a really good idea to go out. But like, yeah, I don't know. The, the, I think what it is is at past the age of 15, we were just night crawlers. We didn't have to sleep o- uh, right, over. Right. We were just out at night. Right. But sleepover is your opportunity to be together at night a long time before you're authorized to be out at night. Mm-hmm. Right? So right. It's, at 12 years old, you would ne- your parents would never be like, okay, it's 10 p.m., go out and you know get crazy. <laughs> but, oh, you're going to be over at Kevin's house having a sleepover, and, you, and your folks are just a little, you're hoping that you have naive folks. Yeah. Mm. Or that Kevin's parents are naive. Right. I mean, Kevin's mom came down one time, and there was a full garbage sack full of crushed beer cans. 
Like, I don't know how many beer cans you can fit into a garbage sack, but we could fit a ton of oh. beer cans in there. <laughs> and, sh- and our parents knew that we w- drank beer. Right. But these beer cans represented like how one, much? one night's uh, consumption of beer. And she was like, oh, all these beer cans. And Kevin was like, oh, we're recycling. We uh. went around the neighborhood. <laughs> we found all these beer cans. We take them in. We get, to, you know, we get two cents at the school for them. And Kevin's mom was like, oh. Oh my god. And from my perspective as a sleepover pal, I was like, oh my god, your mom. <laughs> and he, Kevin was like, I know, right? Oh my god. My mom's really dumb. So, <laughs> so there was that. If you, you know, if cuz if you went to a sleepover at my house, my mom was no dummy, right? right she was right. just going to be like, all right, you guys are going to have beers and they're going to be four beers. And I want you all to drink a cup of milk before you drink the beer because it coats your stomach and the alcohol doesn't make you as drunk. My mom had all these theories. Right, right. I mean, she's definitely bananas, but she's not. <laughs> right. She's not dumb. She's not dumb. Right. Uh, but so we were, so the summer party enabled us to to be together as a as a gang of of uh, full of malfeasance. Right, roving ne'er do wells. Right. right. Before before we could before we could actually you know do that on our own. That's. Fascinating, because yep. it makes me wonder. The way you like, describe it makes it seem like something that we should have. Like this is good. This is oh, a, it's, children need this. I fully agree. That yeah, that, yeah. I'm like I am like waiting for the slumber party action okay. to happen. Like I want it. I feel like, and I you know how I feel about the whole back in the day there was a freedom to go roam about. No one's allowed to. Do, kids are totally allowed to go do that now. I, I fully believe that children are still getting together at slumber parties. Suggesting circle jerks, uh, doing light as a feather, stiff as a board, and then going out and toilet papering neighborhoods. I just cannot believe that that's not happening anymore. And I will be totally fine the day that I open my door to a yard full of toilet paper. I will be thrilled. Um, You know, actually, I I was sitting here listening to you guys talk about all the stuff to eat, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm cool enough anymore to be cool opening up my kitchen and feeling like all my shit's gone. Where's my olive oil? Why would you you do that? Yeah, that's the thing that you're mad about. Yeah, what's that truffle oil cost? Come on! It's in some, (laughs) some, uh, you know, sippy cup that's also got, you know, the pickles in it. That's yeah. right. That's right. You ruined it. You've ruined everything. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like the, at a certain point, and a slumber party is it, right? The yeah. unsupervised ability to be with a bunch of people and show one another your pee pee. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that's the young one, right? Like, right, right. Uh, yeah. you show me yours, I'll show you mine. Right. But then, it, you know, as as you get older, like, let's do minor crimes. Right. <laughs> you know, let's just get out from under the the omniscient eye and into the dark. I mean, really, and a lot of what we did when we would sneak out was just run around in the dark and like... Oh, yeah. John Belushi in uh, Animal Animal House. House. Like, what are we doing? We're just in the dark. Which is, again, uh, very similar to what we did at the girls' slumber parties, which was get into the dark, but in a totally different, more occult way of bringing the darkness to our house. And speaking, again, on behalf of all men, it does not surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to get ready You're for like, our genius boil and fail segment. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Viz. Are you still in your mom's closet? I am, and I may never come out. 
We hope everyone is enjoying our live show from Max FunCon. We just want to take a minute to tell you about this week's sponsor. This week, One Bed Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron, which is an amazing subscription service which provides you with fresh ingredients and new recipes that you can absolutely cook at home. And I got to say something about this, you guys. I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know, artisanal suppliers, family-run farms. That's cool. But then what I realized when I tried this service is that this is like actually made for me. I, you guys, I cooked. I cooked multiple times for my family because what what Blue Apron does for you is just figures out what you're going to eat that night, which for me is like the hardest part. And then it, they just give you all the exact ingredients that you need perfectly portioned so that it's really easy to put it all together. But you're still actually cooking from scratch a really nice meal for your family. Definitely a genius. So check out this week's menu and you can get your two meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash badmother. That's blueapron.com slash badmother. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Or if you're me, the only way you've ever cooked. (laughs) Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius Fail time, Teresa. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Teresa, genius me. So, uh, my kids are here. My almost five-year-old Simon, you guys have probably seen him running around a little bit. Um, He has a hard time uh, waiting for things, uh, like waiting around for uh, meals. And, would you know, there's a line. We're all waiting and we're all in line. Um, And he's also the kid who will run away. Like, (laughs) it's... (laughs) Some kids do it. Some kids don't. Simon is one of those kids who likes to run away. He thinks that's really funny. Um, <laughs> ha ha. Yeah. It, it really, Where are you? <laughs> it's really hard. Um, so we were waiting in line for food on, I guess, Saturday morning um, or Saturday afternoon, I guess. And uh, I had this, I, I could tell, I could see the twinkle in his eye. He was about to bolt because, you know, we're standing around waiting and there's nothing to do if you're standing around waiting. That's hard. So I could see that he was going to run away anyway. And I didn't really want to chase after him because I was dealing with Oscar, and Oscar is sick and was, had my hands full. So I had this genius idea. I told Simon to sneak up in front, and I used the word sneak to make it sound extra cool, to sneak up in front of everyone and go see what the food was because we didn't know what the food was. And I said, you can be a spy for the food and ah. come back and report to me Super and give me genius. a summary of what all the food is. And he was like, oh, yeah. He's got a and, he, <laughs> and he totally did it. And it totally gave him something to do. And we made it through the line and he didn't run away. And that is like, genius. Yeah, totally great. Uh, really, really good job. Really good job. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> my genius is, uh, I was going to be up here for two days. 
And I live in LA, so I, I drove up and I uh, brought my cappuccino machine, guys. <laughs> Power move. Oh, no, I was just like, you know what? I really, I, I really like a cappuccino. I really do coffee very much. Uh, and I have a cappuccino. And I totally was like, just like that asshole in their room. Uh, John, do you have a genius moment you like Good to share? Is. Yeah, you. I do. I do. So I have a five year old daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, she has a best friend. And both uh, my daughter's mother and her, the best friend's mother have been talking about a sleepover ah. for a long time. How oh. are we going to schedule the first sleepover? What's it going to look like? How is this? Uh, what are the logistics of this? How's this all going to go? And when is it going to happen? And there's a lot of talk like, well, maybe not until they're six. Maybe not until they're 17. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, uh, you know, and it's got to be like this, and it's got to. We got to make sure that they all have, uh, you know, every bunny they ever had, right. all in a big bunny pile. And, uh, but I was having Daddy Day, and I had my daughter and her friend both in my truck. I'm driving around, and it's starting to get late in the day, and logistically, like, oh, I got to take the one little girl over here, and this and that. And I was like, ah, oh, no, fuck it. We're just going to my house. We'll sleep over, and just <laughs> dad, impromptu dad sleepover. Just drove them to my house, and they were like, what are we doing? And I was like, you know, Nora, you're sleeping here, and they both were like, what? Yeah. And I was like, there's the bed. Shut up. (laughs) And they went in there and, you know, and they played quietly for a while. And there was a Sharpie incident. And I came in and took the Sharpie away. And I was like, "Uh, no Sharpie. And my daughter was like, it wasn't me. It was her. And I was like, you're lying. You're both asleep now. (laughs) And they went to sleep. And I... The text thread uh, that w- was waiting for me on my phone uh, that was like, what? No. How is this? No. You're, this, this can't. You know, like, it's breaking up. It's breaking up. Uh, like, just all of the, the, like, this, you know, yeah. what is the result of this is going to be a disaster, right. right? At 1 o'clock in the morning, somebody's going to be at the emergency room. Right. And I was already in my underwear, lying on the couch, going, it's fine. They're asleep. Whatever. <laughs> So I uh, feel like I was super genius. Yeah, there. super genius. genius. Very yeah. good, very good. That's total genius. Yeah. Uh, all right, so do we have anybody who would like to share a genius moment? Ah, here we go. Yeah. Oh, hold on, speak. Uh, Is it, okay, there we go, and speak really closely. Um, I just to it. wanted the trophy because my son just had double hip reconstruction and was <gasps> flat on his back for six months, and I fucking killed it, and I deserve a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Epic. Do we have anybody else want to share? That may be a hard act to yeah, follow. It does beat it my does cappuccino not machine. It have to be at Teresa Caliber genius moment. It could also just be like I got some raisins and my kid ate them instead of making a lot of noise. Right, 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 right. All right. Except um, the fact that my car is full of granola and I'm at peace with that. Yeah. Like, that's okay. Does or anybody else have like a genius? Like a non-parent genius of like, you know, I tied my shoes right. this morning. <laughs> All right, come on up. Come on up in the back. Uh, so I'm not a parent, but uh, my dad's girlfriend's daughter has a son. So um, we are we were going somewhere. He's in the back seat, and uh, I am also in the back seat. He's in a car seat, and I think he's like six. And um, 
they like the kid never stops. He just always has energy. We don't understand <laughs> it. Science doesn't understand it. He doesn't, I understand it. He doesn't <laughs> right, but he doesn't eat either. And <laughs> and uh, I'm still overcoming a childhood fear of children not being interested in me for long periods. <laughs> right? It just I can hold a baby's attention for about five seconds, and they're like, oh, the rest of the world, and I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I, I don't have any materials on me. I'm just trying to figure out, like, how can I keep him from making them crazy? And I look at my hand, and I was just like, hey, Aiden, do you know how to play Attack of the Finger? And he's like, no, what, what is that? And I just start doing this, and he starts dodging my finger <laughs> for 20 minutes. Back of the finger. We got, one more. we got time for one more genius. Awesome. Here she comes. Hey guys, did you know that in Minecraft? <laughs> hey, hey guys, did you know that in Minecraft you can do this and you can do this and you can craft runes and then you can make things and you can do this is my life. My son's five and a half. Um, I shared I shared this one, but I'm so proud of it. Um, I shared it in the Facebook group. You can set your computers to to log out after a certain period of time or certain times of the day. Oh. So at 5.45 or after a half an hour, whichever comes first, the computer just stops working and Minecraft is over. Oh. And he doesn't freak out. It's just like, oh, I guess it stopped working. Well, I guess time is over now. Wow. So good. So Log genius. Out. Auto logout. Yeah. Genius. All right. Well done. Now... It's time for fail. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. <laughs> Teresa, fail me. All right. So for those of you who are not familiar with uh, swim diapers, uh, <laughs> this is going to be less of a gross fail than you think it's going to be and more of a sad fail than you think it's going to be. Um, swim diapers are, uh, they look like regular diapers, but uh, they're not absorbent at all uh, because otherwise they would just, you know, absorb all the water in the pool or the beach or whatever. Um, so they basically just like hold solid in. That's all they're for. Um, but that's what you put on your kid when you are taking them to the pool. Um, and getting ready for this trip, I was super excited to take my kids to the pool. As always, one of my kids is not in diapers anymore. He's fully potty trained. One of my kids is in, still in diapers. And Biz and I were having a meeting a couple days ago, and we happened to talk about Max von Kahn a little bit. And Biz mentioned, you know, she's not bringing her kids, but she said, oh, hey, I don't know if you have swim diapers for Oscar, but I, I just happened to notice I still have, like, a big stash of some for Ellis. If you want me to bring some for you, I can. And I said, oh, I had not even thought about swim diapers, and I, was, I felt like a total idiot that I was just not thinking about swim diapers, and that, that would ruin it. I wouldn't be able to take Oscar swimming without them. So I thought, yeah, no, actually, I definitely have some at home. I just need to pull them out. Thank you for reminding me. I'll be fine. Cut ahead to Friday. I'm picking up the kids from their morning at preschool. I have the car totally packed. We're leaving from preschool to come to Lake Arrowhead. And I'm pulling out of preschool, and I get a text from Biz that says, so do you need any swim diapers? I can't let go of swim diapers, guys, for whatever but, reason. So I hadn't thought about them again at all <laughs> in between. Like, at all. I hadn't, I don't know how, like, I don't know how. So I'm, like, texting her back thinking to myself, like, oh, my God. Well, first of all, why is she even thinking of this right now? <laughs> but, 
like I but thank God that she is because yes I totally need them so I texted her like you're my hero if you can bring some because I officially just forgot about this we're at Max FunCon we have like breakfast together on Saturday morning we're gonna go to the pool yeah great awesome okay great see you later bye I get back to my room and I get a text from Biz like oh I don't know if you need any swim diapers But so I don't know. So I've got them from her guys in the end and we did go swimming. But like that was three whole rounds of this. Because for no good reason, I'm constantly thinking about swim diapers, guys. <laughs> I, I am no longer Thank the God. woman that I used to be. I'm like, does anybody need any swim diapers or granola bar? I totally have one on me. Uh, it's no longer, a, you know, smokes or something cool. Um, anyway. Well, you suck, Teresa. Yeah, You're a horrible parent, and I'm sorry that you failed lapse. your children so hard. It actually yet. made me concerned for, like, yeah. the health Driving of home? my brain. Nice. Yeah. But that's what friends are for, you guys. I They're know. Like yin and yang. I know. Swim it was really nice. It was really nice. Uh, what so, do you got? Uh, so I have one of those like emotionally crushing fails uh, okay. that I enjoy. Great. Uh, so uh, Ellis and I have gone to the store to get like all the stuff for the trip and like uh, both trips that we're doing and uh, melons. I want melons. All right, great. Let's eat some melons. So I'm like, it's our like third trip from the trunk of the car into the house, and he's walking with me, and he's got like a little bag of. Uh, Cheez-Its, and it's empty, not that this is important, but I've got like the remaining three bags plus the two melons, and he's walking away from the car, and I pull the trunk down, right? I just go, you know, pull it, it starts to go, and then for no reason, he turns and he reaches into the trunk. And I, 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 I mean, I just was like, like I, I drop everything, but the, the best I can do is get is to slow it down. Like, the best I can do is to slow the trunk. I mean, it's an old car, so it's not like it's, like, automatic. It's not... So... But his arm gets it, and it, like, totally kind of bounces off the arm, and, like, he, like, oh, what's happened? And I... I mean... (laughs) melons are rolling everywhere and I you know I get the car open and I, I'm holding them and like you know the first thing I'm thinking is you know you know you're okay you're okay can you wiggle your fingers can you wiggle your fingers and he's like you know screaming we're okay we get boo-boo bunny little ice pack thing and he gets calmed down and he's fine and he's totally fine like everything moves he has this like wicked like line bruise you know but like with an hour like all the swelling everything was down but it's like it's one of those fail moments that sucks because you're like I'm right here and I see you're not about to do this thing. And then you, you're two and a half. So, I mean, even if you're 30, I can sit there and my mother can watch me turn around and stick my arm in the car door as she's closing it, right? Like, it's, it's timeless, this feeling of not being able to stop your child from getting hurt, uh, especially right in front of you, especially when it feels like all the circumstances uh, are in your control, and they're not. Uh, and it really sucked. And we watched an uh, episode of Tumbleleaf and had a bottle because I'm going to let my kid have a bottle till he's uh. 22. Because uh, I've just decided with the second child, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it was just like one of those like personal, like, ah, oh, I feel real. Like I was like racing for the rest of the day. I'm terrified so. of this thing. I have, a, I have like a seven-point checklist before I shut any door. door. Doors are the like, fucking worst. They is she 40 feet house. away? Yeah. Is, she, is she chasing a ball in another direction? Right. Like, now I can shut this door. Yeah, doors are the worst. So, uh, do you have a fail to share with us? Uh, yeah, well, so I'm very, I am the most frustrating person in my daughter's life. <laughs> uh, because uh, m- uh, the windows in my car roll up with a mm-hmm. crank, which is just like, what is your problem, Dad? Uh, I, I, uh, I do not laugh at funny things like right. being kicked in the crotch. I do laugh, <laughs> I do laugh at non-funny things like 
rolling on the ground having a tantrum. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> so my, re my reaction is always, in her estimation, the wrong reaction. Right. And so she's always like, and she's at that age right now, she's like, oh, Dad, you are my least favorite person in the family. Oh. And I'm like, that's fine, honey. I'm always going to love you. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, eh. <laughs> so the other day we were, it was just the two of us. Like, it, she wasn't putting on a show for anybody else in the family. It was just the two of us sitting in a restaurant, having a little sandwich together. And she said, Daddy, why don't you move to New York? <laughs> and I said, well, for us all to move to New York, it would be expensive. We'd have to find a house. And she was like, no, I just mean you. Uh. And I said, well, I mean, it, it would be expensive for me to come back and forth to New York to see you. And she was like, well, you wouldn't really have to do it that much. Uh. So like, you're basically just the worst father. She's just world. dropping she's mean done. science on me. And yeah. you know, and nobody's said anything about New York to her. <laughs> like, she's not riffing off of somebody else. She's just sitting and going like, hmm. Yeah. I had an idea. Yeah. You should go. Where, where could I send you? Where can where I could, send you? Where could you move? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're horrible. Oh, sorry. Um, that sucks. Your daughter, justifiably so, by your daughter. Well, I mean, um, my car has crank windows, so I do deserve worst. to move to New you York. You do deserve, yeah. and you laugh at all the wrong things. Uh, do we have anybody who would like to come up and share a failure? Yeah, here we go, right here. All right. Woo! <laughs> There's a point in the nighttime routine where it's all about the lights. Uh -huh. So, my daughter was like three, and my son was two. And, you know, we've already made it through all of the hallway lights being on and all of the night lights being on and everything that glows is turned on. So my last resort was those little boxes that shine stars onto the ceiling. And for whatever reason, that was what was getting us through for like a couple of weeks. Well, the one that worked broke oh. one night, right? And I was very tired. <laughs> and so I had this, their babysitter had given me this cheap plastic one. Uh -huh. And was a tease because it kind of worked if you could hold it a certain place in the middle of the room, you know? And I couldn't stand like this all night and shine it on the ceiling. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? You know, what we're all thinking. And that yeah. was the demand. So I, so I was looking around the room and I'm like, what's the highest place in the room where I can shove this thing so it'll shine the stars on the ceiling and my kids will go to sleep? Um, and the only thing I could find was a floor lamp that had the open bulb you know, on the top. So, you know, I'm like, I, I'm a genius, right? I figured this out. I'll just stick it right here and it works, right? Just, hey, remember that you need to pull it off of there tomorrow morning. <laughs> because there's a thing that happens when those bulbs get really hot. So, you know, everyone slept. It was fantastic. We get up the next morning early because that's what kids do, super early. All of a sudden, yeah, I, there's a smell. Yeah. Ah, the, <laughs> the, the like curdling poison. Fire department smell. Horrible smell. <laughs> and I walk in the room and it's seriously just like this enormous blob of melted plastic. And the smell was so oh. incredibly horrible. And I like, it was one of those things where I'm like, I run in and I'm like, oh my God. And I grab the floor lamp and I'm like running it outside and I like throw it into the yard, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and my kids, of course, are like, what are you doing? What is <laughs> happening? What's, what, why is the smell happening? And it was just so. Well, 
That, that is, awesome. is the worst thing ever. And you deserve a trophy that says you suck. Burning, burning fails are some of the best fails, guys. Uh, all right, Sarah, yes, in the blue shirt. This yeah, is at a couple decades remove, and I can tell you that everything turned out okay. <laughs> but as an early adolescent, uh, our daughter became a kind of early adolescent militant vegetarian. And I have to tell you that she came by it honestly. Uh, when she was 12, we took her to visit family in Ukraine. And at that time... Uh, all the various families took us around in a little bus to various homes. Oh, awesome. And the last place we went was this farm. And we were sitting there, and each place they would do a big spread, banquet-type spread. And they brought in this little white bunny and put it on our lap, and it was all really <laughs> cute and everything. And then they said, and that's what you've been eating. <laughs> so we spent the rest of the vacation with her uh, late night, hotel restaurants eating boiled potatoes because oh. all those there every uh her parents her we lived in seattle her grandparents lived in florida we go visit them a couple times a year and so you get into routines when you're visiting a city like that you have places you go regularly go to the beach etc cetera, etc cetera. and one of our daughter's favorite places we drove by the next time that we were in florida and it was a barbecue place <laughs> And we went into the barbecue place with her and sat down and she ordered baby back ribs, her favorite, and immediately went to the restroom. And I'm sitting there with my wife, who's here, and I'm going, she's a vegetarian. She just ordered baby back ribs. What do we do? <laughs> what do we Irene do? says, don't say a goddamn word. <laughs> My daughter comes out of the restroom, comes back to the table, has a look on her face like a father who smells weed on his 16-year-old son. <laughs> and he's going, what's going on here? And against any better judgment, oh. I said, we thought you were a vegetarian. Oh, oh, no. So then we experienced her rage at us, her <laughs> rage at herself, her rage at us looking at her, raging at herself, oh. and then uh, on cue... Uh, played a baby back ribs. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, sadly, we've got to. We have to kind of keep moving, so we cannot share fails uh, further on with this. But uh, because it's a very special uh, live one bad mother, and we had our guest to join us. Uh, for our discussion, we are going to uh, just move right on to the guest that we always love the most, which is the mom having a breakdown. Do we have any moms who would like to have a breakdown? It's fine. I'm actually, I should be having a breakdown. I haven't done it yet. Um, <laughs> well, we're all eager. <laughs> so um, we are staying in LA until Tuesday. My husband and I is also here. We're getting back at 11 p.m. on Tuesday night, and at 9 a.m., the movers are coming to move us to from Minneapolis to Portland, Oregon. Whoa. I am flying with our toddler, and my husband is going to drive 25 hours with a dog and two cats. But I am in total denial, so maybe I'll call next week with a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> I am currently pretending it's not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we definitely look forward to that call. Hey, guys, real quick, this is Biz, and our live show ranter did, in fact, call back with an update rant. Here it is. Hi, this is the mom who had the anti-rant on the live show, um, being in complete denial about me moving across the country right after Max FunCon, calling with a follow-up that I am now here in Washington with my child. I have no furniture and I have no pants. I forgot to pack pants. All my stuff is in a moving truck that won't get here for at least two weeks. And I start a new job on Monday and I am pantsless. So my husband doesn't get here for a few days. I've got to try to figure out how to buy a bunch of pants with my 18-month-old. And there's no furniture. And I just want to sit in a chair and wear pants. And I can't do that. And we can't sit on the patio because it's a death trap that we didn't notice when we rented this place sight unseen. So I also have to go to the hardware store and figure that out. And so you were right. I'm going to have a rant. Here it is. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Bye. Teresa. Yes. Let's wrap up like we like to wrap up. What did we learn today? Uh, what did we learn? <laughs> Rarely do we learn anything that's actually beneficial to us as people or parents. I feel like we learned that quiet can be unsettling and not to be trusted in 90% of the times it's happening. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's a good one to learn. Two, slumber parties. Totally fine, guys. <laughs> totally safe. We all want our kids to have them. They're going to be delightful. It's not going to be weird when it's our kids toilet papering people's houses or trying to raise a witch in their bathroom. Uh, that's going to be totally acceptable. Uh, and we're all going to be real cool about it when it happens. I, I learned uh, that, uh, that forming a coven seems <laughs> to be a natural thing that happens <laughs> in young girls. And I learned that circle jerks are real. There it is. <laughs> uh, so you know what? I just want to take a moment to say, uh, John, you are doing an excellent job as a dad. Oh, you thank are. you. Yeah. It is. We're going to have you on the show to talk a little bit, again, uh, to talk a little bit about uh, how you guys parent and all that stuff because it's very unique and it's going to be really cool for us to talk about it. But I know that regardless, it is a very hard job and you are doing an excellent job. Well, I think so too, but no one else in my family. <laughs> well, that's, that's what they, you just, just listen every week. We'll be the ones to tell you. And everybody else, I just want to say what a remarkable, it's really weird that people actually in front of me, usually we just like speak into the void about what a good job people are doing. But here's the thing. You are doing a legitimately great job. So I just want to say, I know, like, I know for me, I really kind of had like a total breakdown coming up here this weekend because I realized it had been the first time I had traveled anywhere without my husband or my kids in six years. Uh, I had not done anything like by myself in a long time. And so I was really nervous about it. And I was like, really, uh, talking to people uh, is going to be like the worst. And uh, so I just want to say anybody else that may have had like a really hard time, like kind of psyching themselves up to come, good job coming. I know people came without their kids. I know people came by themselves. Just good fucking job doing it, okay? Um, Teresa, you, as always, are doing a fucking great job. And I know that this is like, it's a lot, having your kids up here. Uh, And just doing this and all of it. And you are doing a really, really good job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. 
And we will talk to you guys next week. I just want to take a moment to thank everybody, uh, Jesse and Eric, and uh, who else do we need to thank? We need to thank uh, Nick back there. Everybody, thank you so much uh, for having us and being so welcoming and being a part of the One Bad Mother community and Max Fun community. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, One Bad Mother, Biz Ellis, Teresa Thorne, the great John Roderick, special guest. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.